Hi everybody, this is Michael Hildebrand and I'm your host on the Sleep Trust Podcast, where I'm talking about how to gain back trust in your ability to have a superb sleep again. In this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast, we are going to talk about the mindset. And this is the third part, the third discipline of our sleep triathlon. And this is also the discipline where I bring in all my passion, Because when it comes to sleep coaching and high-performance coaching, it is all about the mindset. But as laid out in the previous podcast, the mindset is only one of the three disciplines that we have to take into consideration when it comes to not only a healthy living, but in particular to your sleep quality. So you have to take care about the nutrition side that we walked through in last week's episode And you also want to take care of the body movement part that we went through two weeks ago. Before we move on from here, I also want to encourage you to check out Sleep Trust on Instagram and on Facebook. So go there, hit the search box, search for Sleep Trust, and you will find us there. Please don't forget to follow us and to share your experiences with the community That way you can not only exchange with others, but you can also help others get others inspired to try and test things to further improve their sleep trust. So if you are a new podcast listener, first of all, welcome. And then hit the pause button right away. Open your Facebook or Instagram app and search for us, follow us, and then continue to listen to the podcast. That way you can't forget. So the first step in all sleep triathlon related podcast episodes was always to look into the rear mirror of humanity and to get a better understanding what humans were doing 10,000 years from now to get a better understanding of what is baked into our DNA because evolutionary processes work really, really slow and 10,000 years is not that long of a time when it comes to adapting. And strange enough, getting my head around what the mindset of these ancient people, our ancient brothers and sisters 10,000 years ago might have been, was so much harder to do than for the nutrition and the body movement side. That was really surprising for me. So to not start guessing, let's keep it very simple and straightforward here. Tribes were smaller than villages are nowadays. And when you were born into a tribe, it was kind of important that you played your role in the tribe because the tribe was dependent on you bringing any kind of value into the tribe and you were dependent of getting the protection of the tribe. Uh, Also, there were much more life-threatening events going on. This could be violence in the tribe or rituals that were dangerous. Uh, It could also have been from the outside, other tribes attacking the tribe, the weather, or simply illnesses, sicknesses that uh, were not treated as well as they are nowadays. Coming fast forward back to the time we're living now, what does this have for an impact on our mindset? So first of all, nowadays we do not get born into a tribe, not in the manner as it used to be. We can literally pick our own tribe. We can go into the internet. We can pick our tribe through interest, through our jobs. We are basically free to do whatever we want. 
but it is super important and is still super important for us to get the social proof because we have a deep baked in threat that if we do stuff that others don't like around us that we will get kicked out of our tribes our families and that that will threaten our lives so it's really hard for us to implement changes if our environment is our social environment is not supporting this and the second thing that we have baked into our dna is the fight or flight mode that was super important in those times to survive we needed to have a quick response to things that we thought could be dangerous for us and what happens nowadays is that it simply gets activated too often or in the wrong situations where we're not actually getting threatened but we feel threatened and this leads us to a response that is not in our best choice if we have a kind of sensitive fight or flight mode that means our bodies gets pushed into this fight or flight response quite frequently or if we are not really in the state that we have found our tribe because we kind of have to look for our own tribe now if you've got a big family that's fine but if you don't and you're living in a city you need to have a tribe if not you kind of feel unconnected and that can lead to an insecurity and both of these feelings are not very supportive when it comes to having a good sleep you want to feel safe and you want to feel connected and these are really important things when it comes to, to having a good sleep and let's move on to the interconnections that our mindset actually has to the two other sleep triathlon disciplines which were the body movement and the nutrition side so let's just think about it like this if you feel stressed because you're under constant attack you so you think you're threatened you may not really be but you think you are and this brings your body into stress which means that certain hormones get built up uh, it means a body reaction clearly it'll put you into a high alert state over longer periods of time maybe because you're not running and what happens then is that your brain will signal your body that it wants to eat sugary carb kind of things to give him energy right now the highest energy that it can get right now so you're gonna eat unhealthy food and now let's turn this into the positive because our mind our prefrontal cortex gives us the possibility to choose we can take a conscious decision of what we want to do and how we want to feel we can actually meditate our bodies calm our bodies build a different new reality in our minds and this reality will actually become our reality and if this sounds a little bit hokey for you it may be but i can assure you that what you think of and what you believe in will get your reality and if you just want to take a simple example let's say you feel stressed and you consciously take the decision to think about your last holiday think about any kind of situation where you felt really calm and relaxed and take your time just to breathe in through your nose 
and breathe out through your mouth. And you get into this really calm and relaxed state. And think of all those lovely things that you saw, the lovely words that somebody told you, the, the safe feeling you were feeling in that moment. And with the snip of your finger, you changed your state of mind. And this is in this moment became your new reality. Your blood pressure went down, your heart rate goes down, your body follows your mind. And this is just so powerful to know. And it's not enough to know it. You have to know it, you have to believe it, and you have to take advantage of it. So what we want to do is to use our conscious mind, use our prefrontal cortex, which is the partner brain that we can use to consciously take a decision and command our body to do what we want it to do. And this may take a little bit of time for you and me to execute on, but it is well worth spending the time and building the belief that things will happen. So in regards to sleep, you want to believe as a foundation, believe and think and tell your body that you will sleep at a given point in future. Just tell your body that you will sleep, tell your mind that you will sleep in two months from now. You want to have a superb sleep again. You will be sleeping quietly and you have to start to implement that thought in your mind. Do it every day, command your mind to execute on that idea and use meditation to power up on that because meditation is a super powerful thing to get your conscious thoughts into your unconscious which basically 95% of all actions run unconsciously so you want to get your conscious thoughts into your unconscious mind that you do not have to think about that anymore and that your mind will perform on that thought automatically with everything you do, with everything you might not even do, but it's always active that way. And even though the mind is the boss in the ring, we have to take care of those two other sleep triathlon disciplines. It will not work if we do not have the body movement in place and covered and the nutrition side covered too. So we want to consciously look at those two disciplines and take a decision. If we are not moving our bodies enough, we want to give our bodies the conscious command to move more. This could be running, this could be swimming. You choose something that you are highly likely to follow through on. So don't choose stuff you hate doing because that's not going to work. You have to find in your mind a scenario that you find can work for you. So I have my walk. I bake that into my morning routine that works super good for me. I run from time to time. But if I would like to do, let's say, more exhausting sports, I know I would need a peer group to follow through on that. Uh, I did so until I had my slip disc. I played football with a group of people. And what pulled me there was the friendship to the people. I was really happy to see him. And as soon as we get together and got together, 
that sport was not that exhausting anymore. It's kind of strange, but I know that I that works for me. Maybe uh, something similar works for you. Maybe it's something different. The point here is that you find something that will serve you well and that you, will, that you know that you can follow through on. And that way it's going to be super easy. In my case, every Sunday morning, I did not have to think about it. I just went to play football. Looking at the nutrition side, if we calm our thoughts, we had that just uh, a minute ago, and our bodies do not feel stressed, we will not get that trigger to want to eat unhealthy food, um, at least, you know, if we're not already gotten used to do so. So that's a great aspect. But we can consciously change things too. We can consciously throw away all that junk that we've got in our fridge and in our cupboards and consciously take a decision to buy stuff that we really love because it's delicious and that is healthy and load our cupboards and fridges with that. Throw away all the Coke and replace it through water. And that way, when the time has come to eat, you will have no other option than to eat healthy. Remember, it's not about getting super extreme here. It's about taking conscious and good decision. And you can still have a Mars bar in your cupboard somewhere. But, you know, there's a difference in having a Mars bar in the cupboard and eating two Mars bars every night or eating a Mars bar every day between uh, lunch and dinner. You know, it's, it's just these bad habits, opening a bag of chips every evening. You might as well get a yogurt or uh, eat some vegetables or fruits if you like fruits. So that's the healthy version. And if you only have fruits and uh, veggies at home and you are hungry, you're probably going to eat them. Be smart about what you want to do and use your mindset to really focus on that you will sleep. That's really key here. Get your mind into a state that supports that. Feeling safe and calm are really the foundation for a good sleep. And then take conscious decisions to act smart on the two other disciplines. And that way you are really optimized, set up for having a superb night's sleep. With that, let's wrap up this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast. The mindset is sleep triathlon discipline number three, and it's the boss in the ring. It often comes preloaded with the fear of getting kicked out of our tribe, leaving us lonely and unconnected, or having fear of being attacked from the outside. We can not only use our mindset to bring us into a calm and safe place using meditations, but also command our bodies to move and our nutrition to get set up in a way that will really support our sleep trust and health. And that's it for this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast. I hope you enjoyed yourself and that you tune in next week when we are going to use the law of attraction with sleep. Until then, have a superb sleep. Hey there, and thanks for listening to the Sleep Trust Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. 
If you want to get further information on this podcast or material that will help you to gain back your sleep trust, please check out sleeptrust.eu. That's sleeptrust.eu, where you will get lots of information around sleep. And here comes some legal stuff. Everything on this podcast is my opinion only, so do not take it as an advice, as I am not a doctor, nor have I considered your personal situation. If you feel that you need medical advice, please consider getting an appointment at your doctor of trust. If you want to give me any kind of feedback on this podcast, feel free to email me at podcast at sleeptrust.eu. I hope you tune in again next week, and until then, have a good sleep.